My name is Anders. My name is Karina. And this is Meta and the Mind Blowers. Welcome to Meta and the Mind Blowers. Hey there. In this seasonal finale. Yeah, it's the last one of this season. It's the last one of this season. Um, we've been doing this for like six months now. And, and uh, this is the last one we're going to gonna do before the summer holidays and in september 2000 we're in 2018 as of september we will be back with more episodes but and we will then call it season two we'll call it season two then today we will discuss things that lies beneath the surface under the surface under the surface of the oceans and the ice And the eyes, and the which was where the idea came to life that we we would what what's beneath the ice? Yeah. And then Karina, you said what's beneath the surface in general? Yeah, which was very exciting. And um, because one of the things that I don't think we really think much about is that seventy percent of the surface of the Earth is covered in water. Um, yeah, it's the blue planet. It it's looks the nice. blue planet, yes. Yeah. But only... It's only the surface. It's only the surface. And the... If you look at the fraction of mass... Yeah, it's only 0.02% yeah. of, of the total mass of yeah. the Earth. Yeah, if you take Earth and you like put all your water in one pile and all your whatever else in another pile, then... Uh, then that water pile is only 0.02%. So the bottom line is that there's like a very thin film yeah. of water yeah. around, the, around the globe. Yes. And this is what keeps... It's a very thin spread of Exactly. Water. And together with the atmosphere, yeah. like if you, the atmosphere is like only a few kilometers with high where where, where, mm-hmm. where humans can actually live yeah so we're, we're it's a thin spread all around the, the yeah. globe we have like the the blue spread and then on top we have the air spread and yeah. both are just very thin yes compared to the to the radius of the earth yeah. exactly and and yeah well we we um and in those two layers those two within thin layers that's where humans That's where life is. Life in general on the planet, yeah. not only humans. That's that's yeah. actually true. Yeah. It's just life. Yeah, just life. It's all down to those two flimsy layers. Yes. Okay, they're not that flimsy. You know, they're not going to go away. But 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 one would you no, know, they're not going to go away. But but I mean, they are vulnerable. They're very vulnerable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As a luckily, we have that magnetic field around to protect them. Yes. But. Uh, But it is also a closed system in a way when you look at it from outside. You yeah. see those two thin layers. That's it, you know. That's it, yeah. It's mind-blowing. It is. So, but the thing is, the vast majority of life on Earth mm-hmm. is actually beneath 200 meters, uh, uh, 200 meters and below yeah. of, of yeah. The, the, the world's oceans. Yeah, so you, you dive into the ocean and then below 200 meters you have is the largest habitat on Earth. The largest habitat on Earth. Yeah, and then Which, yeah, and I was like, uh, what do they mean? Like, oh, what, like is it like, <laughs> is it quantity uh, of, of life? How do you calculate that? Is it individuals? Because 
you know, if every single algae yeah. is is an individual, you you get there really fast, right? Yeah. Then I sort yeah, of yeah. understand, yeah, yeah, sure. Or or are you counting species? Yes. And uh, or is it biomass, just uh, you know, kilograms of 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 life? Yes. To mass it all together, and actually, in all those three ways to calculate it, it's the largest. Wow. In all of three of them, so yeah. it is amount of in individuals. Sure, it's also amount of mass, and it's also amount of species. Wow. It's just so diverse. There's so much. There's so much down there. And this just leads me to conclude that we know nothing in, com in compared to the the big mass of life down there. We literally know very. We know very little. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because. Yeah, what what is our familiar habitat up here on, on the yes. soil? Yeah, it's it's so very different. Yes, yes, that's uh, that's uh, it's really interesting. Yeah. So da down there, yes, in the twilight zone and below, because two hundred meters below the the ocean surface, not much light. Yeah, is, that's is present. I mean, it's it's that's that, another interesting thing, right? That. That uh, what we're familiar with is so dependent on sunlight. That's yes. everything, you know. Yeah. It, it, if it's not your direct source, like for plants, uh, that's you know what they live on is mm -hmm. the energy from the sun. Then it's a secondary. So you eat the plant, or yeah. you eat the animal that ate the plant. Yeah. In some way, you you're dependent on this sunlight. Yes. This is this is your source of energy. Yes. Indirectly. Yeah? Yes. Or directly. But not so much beneath the surface of the year, of yeah, the ocean. Yeah, they they still do have the secondary independence because you have uh, oh yeah dead uh, whales or whatever that plants. exactly and yeah. that that falls down to the bottom of the ocean or it uh, disintegrate on a way and become this uh, uh, snow like it's if you look at pictures or movies from very deep down you have a lot of Debris. Yes, it's, it does look like snow that sort of hangs in the air. Yeah. That is that is organic. Yeah, yeah, material and and, and a food source. Yeah. Yes, and that came from higher up where they yeah. lived on uh, on on sunlight. But interestingly, uh, there's another source of energy down deep in, yeah. the, in the ocean, and uh, I'm talking about uh, volcanoes. Yeah, yeah. There's the heat of the earth. Yes. Uh, and there's actually organisms that can live on that. Yeah. Just like we live on sunlight, they use that energy and the chemicals coming out of the soil, and just from that, they they live. Yeah. All right. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool because so you have actually a way to have a life with without dependence on sunlight. Exactly. And you think about uh, extraterrestrial life. You think about planets around other stars. Then, then you you know the this is this is the seed, right? You could have you could have we could actually have species on Earth, yeah, deep down in the oceans that live on on so extreme uh, conditions conditions that 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 they could in fact be living on other planets as well. Yes. 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 That's what I'm saying, yeah. and I'm saying that you don't. What we when we look for for alien life outside, what we think where could we live outside of the solar system? We look for for something with water, and it has to have the right amount of sunlight and heat and all these things. 
and uh, and this opens another door. You know, yes. you could have life in in all these other places, and the the moons of Jupiter. You know, they also yeah, have yeah. Uh, geothermic things going, and yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff going on yeah. that, that could be. You know, even though it's to us very hostile, uh, it could be a place where other life could thrive. Exactly. That's and we have that just 200 meters below. These alien circumstances <laughs> we have down there. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I'm, I'm thinking right now, uh, we, we, we seem to be thinking of all sorts of ways and means to get out in the solar system to explore but we haven't really explored our own planet yet i mean there's so much still yeah. to 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 explore it's uh, just very difficult right it's uh, the pressure is immense down there it's absolutely insane you know it's uh, the pressure in the ocean it increases by one atmospheric pressure for every 10 meters it's yes. crazy uh, like uh, pressure you feel here and the air is just a it's just a a mass air above you all the way out you know that's pressing down on you and that's what you feel that's the atmospheric pressure and you don't feel it because you you live in it this is yeah. it. this is natural to yeah, you. Yeah. but if you go into water you feel more pressure you feel yes. the pressure of the water and, and the further down you go the more pressure you feel and yeah. you feel it especially in your ears you know that's yeah. <laughs> where we, we are the yeah, most yeah. vulnerable yeah. i think yes yeah. and uh And if you go further down, you start to feel it on 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 your lungs, right? That you you can't breathe. You're yeah. just just moving your 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 get, you're filling your your lungs with air is then difficult. Difficult, yeah. Even if you have your own air with you, yeah. still you feel the pressure. Your, yes. your whole body is is working against. Yeah. So that's one atmospheric pressure per 10 meters of, of depth. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, so imagine going down to a, the, the, one of the deepest. Places we know on Earth, the mm -hmm. Marian, Marinera Trench in the Pacific Ocean, 11 kilometers deep, mm -hmm. which is more than the height of Mount Everest. Yeah, it's crazy. If you put Mount Everest down there... Yeah, there would still be like yeah. three kilometers. Yeah. Three, two, yeah. Two, it's, Mount Everest is like 8.8 kilometers high. Yeah. So that would be... Um, Yeah, about two two more kilometers <laughs> yeah, until still, you reach the surface. That's insane. It's, it's insane. insane deep. Yeah. Yeah. And the pressure there is like a thousand atmospheric pressures. Yeah. Wow. Times a thousand. That's that's crazy. Yeah. It's around one to four degrees Celsius, so yeah. just above freezing. It's hard to imagine that anything can live down there in these extreme conditions. Yeah. But yeah. but there must be there must be there there's, there's probably life there, there is that's yeah. the thing that's yeah. why it's that's uh, and ex especially in this trench because you're you're so close to to where the the, the volcanoes are and so on the the layer of the crust is you know you're yeah. you're in it so much that uh, that you have. Uh, Uh, something they call a Pacific Rim of Fire, mm -hmm. you know, like a whole arch of fire. And that's yeah. uh, many different volcanoes that that goes along that that rift there. And along those, you, you find these uh, extremophiles. That's a uh, life that thrives in extreme conditions. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Fascinating. It's, it's really fascinating because you know if life can thrive there, then I'm thinking. It could be everywhere, yeah, you yeah. know, and yeah. it should be on the other planets as well, yeah. you know, in Venus's sulfuric acid rain. Yes. And, you know, oh, in the oh. coldest depth of whatever. That's Caves and on Mars. 
yeah. whatnot. Yeah. That, that life is, is so resilient, or, or maybe I should say versatile, that it can yes. adapt to conditions that are so crazy, yes. uh, seen from our perspective, yeah. is, is amazing, you know? Could also be life very hostile to human beings. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you get. You never know. What, no, no, you shouldn't. And that, that's one of the things that, that we also need to, to just uh, touch base on here, because... On the ice caps, yes. on the polar, on, on the poles, South and North Pole, um, it's it's a very it's a very current theme um, in terms of global warming because the polar caps are melting at the moment um, rapidly, and there are scientists saying that maybe there's something beneath the ice yeah, that it's, should uh... not be. Which 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 we might not want to uh, uncover. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> uncover. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's because um, we've had some global epidemics, you know, and they when they are airborne, they also get up there and they also get in there. Yes. Yeah. Didn't didn't we have an epidemic in in about a hundred years ago? Uh, the, the, the the Spanish flu. The, the Spanish flu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was pretty bad. That's uh, exactly. And 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 that was a virus. And virus, they they can they can survive where other things can't yes. survive because they, they don't. The structure is different. But you also have something like like uh, uh, the Siberian plague, which mm -hmm. is uh, anthrax basically. Mm -hmm. And and that's uh, that's a I think it's a bacteria that creates spores. So mm -hmm. it's like a fungus makes spores. So mm -hmm. I think that's maybe a way to look at it. And these spores can survive anything. Yes. And and last outbreak was in '41, right? And then in 2016, yes. because in '41 uh, there was this outbreak, and all the reindeer had it and and died and yes. was covered in ice. And yeah. off, you know everybody's happy. It's it's covered. It's dead. It's gone. And then they had a big uh, thaw there. At, uh, it was warmer and it mm -hmm. melted and and came into the water and a whole village got sick and, yeah. and one one boy 12 year old died mm -hmm. because of this and yes. and and this is just i think shows us that you think it's gone when it's covered in ice somewhere mm -hmm. and it's it's not yeah <laughs> it's not you exactly. you know with it comes whatever was there the last many thousand years right yeah and i'm thinking you know there 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 could be microorganisms that were present there even before the dinosaurs yeah and that thrived in those conditions exactly and now if they are uncovered again brought to life brought back to life or the the, the spores the viruses plus what else might lie yeah. there we might have a fungus for instance that yeah, yeah. The humans cannot we're not we yeah. have no resistance yeah. um, could be anything you know um, yeah. not that we're trying to paint a doomsday picture yeah. <laughs> that's not a there's no need to, to to start being more afraid. It's just uh, what we need to do is to 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 be prepared in, in the sense that you know what we have of vaccines and so on. Make sure that we have a very wide spectrum of things yes. so we have a good toolbox to start out with. Well, it's one of the things that that it would be stupid not to take this into consideration into consideration yeah, yeah, before right. we start mm -hmm. exploring what. What lies beneath? But actually, when okay, let's talk global warming here briefly. So okay, the the ice is melting, and that changes a lot of things, and can maybe bring something else out. But another thing we we 
which is more likely that we should be aware of, is uh, that tropical diseases will no longer be restricted to the tropical uh, yeah. belts on Good Earth. Good point, yes. Because it's going to get hotter. Yeah. So you have different species of mosquitoes will you know, yeah. be able to live and thrive mm -hmm. in areas that weren't before, and some of them might carry malaria, or you might have some fever, you yeah. know, or these things that normally, you know, only lived in the tropics, yeah. they will spread yeah. up to other latitudes, but all by itself. Yes. This is completely natural, and it's yeah. because it's harder there, and yeah. this is a consequence of global warming that, yeah. you know, we really need to stock those vaccines. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We need to or find cures for that malaria cures, yeah. thing, that yeah. <laughs> really. Yes. It's an interesting, um, it's an, it, it's an interesting, um, It's a side note, you know. It's yeah. it's not only what the ice brings; it's the, the, the whole change of of Earth in general is yes. uh, can also uh, will also have this consequence. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> another thing is, of course, uh, with all that ice and so on, when when all of it melts, it's it's a lot more than than just what we expect from the global warming when we look at the projections from, from one and a half degrees or two degrees or three degrees when all of Iceland uh, the, not Iceland all the ice has melted on Greenland mm -hmm. then then we have seven meters more of, seven of, meters of, of sea level is sea level higher by seven meters that's um That's, that's unfortunate for the. <laughs> that's an unfortunate uh, <laughs> amount of water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we will have to um, we will have to to rethink our in, our whole infrastructure mm -hmm. and and logistical build up on this entire planet. Another place we actually also see extremophiles is um, where salt water and fresh water meet. Mm -hmm. So you have like fresh water coming out. Like in the river deltas, yeah, it's a, and 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 not so much into the big, so not not the big deltas, but uh, in caves because they are the the boundary layer between the two mm -hmm. is uh, much more uh, undisturbed mm -hmm. and and constant in a mm -hmm. way. So yes. you actually have life that lives in that boundary layer. Oh yeah, that that's oh. so crazy. Wow. Yeah, because either either life is, you know. Good for in salt water or in fresh water. It's, yes. Uh, and you are, have, are there species that yes, live, live in both? Just, <clears throat> no, they both. live in the layer between. The, the, the boundary layer is then a special mixture between the two. And, and in caves, you have that layer undisturbed in such a way that, <clears throat> that, that there's life there and that doesn't. Wow. Yeah. That sounds extreme. It's, a, it's an interesting place to find these uh, extremophiles, but you have to go into the caves where you then red meets. Because uh, there you don't have uh, big waves and big things that keep yeah, disturbing yeah. this boundary layer. So it has to be sort of isolated as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they search everywhere for these experiments. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really interesting because, uh, you know, you, you're bound to find new, you know, new species life. Yeah, of new life. New species yeah. all yeah. the time, yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, yeah I think it's fascinating. When we started uh, researching for this episode, it was just like, you know, because you sent me some notes and I was like, wow, there's so much we don't know. Yeah. And there's so many... Yeah. Uh, so life many... is just... It has so many faces. Yes. It's, it's not just one thing, you know. We're so focused on us, you know, humans and... And mammals in general, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. All the rest, there's so much, you know, and, yeah. and just the whole, you know, fungi uh, arch yeah, of it is, yeah. is 
also a big thing you yes. know it's uh, so much stuff it's really interesting yeah, yeah. It, it really is and, and and it makes me think that wow it, it 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 could live other places as well you know yeah. if it can live there yeah, it can live many other places yes. i don't know if if our earth is the, is the crib of life and we have to spread it everywhere but we could you know <laughs> or maybe it's we're the result of this you know yeah i think it's fair to say that we're not the the only place in the universe with with the life and it's and highly I, unlikely <laughs> highly unlikely statistically it's not Uh, likely that we're the only place, and and um, we might actually be. If if we if we were smart, we would we would go down and explore the oceans a bit more because we would could also be prepared for what awaits us when we explore. Yeah, space. It, and I mean, it makes us better, you know, when when we can build things that can re- resist, you know, these. Uh, high pressures or extreme temperatures or exactly or, or acid or whatever is coming out of the volcanoes you know there's it's very hostile you know when we building for that environment also enables us to build for the other environments you exactly. know you have these very alien ones yeah, yeah. 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 so uh, everything is actually progress here you know you want to learn something new you you have to uh, push the boundaries of what you can do yeah. now and what you could do you know exactly so That's that's really nice. I think it's one of the could be one of the reasons why Elon Musk has recently um, there has been a, a terrible case of of um, there was a soccer team in Thailand. Yeah. They were trapped in a cave, mm-hmm. and it turned out Elon Musk has a very little submarine. Yeah, of course uh, he does. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> But and I was thinking, why does he have that? But Elon Musk is very much into space explore, exploration. Exploration yeah. and well, he also has some drills, right? Because he's doing the boring company there. He's doing the boring the... company as well. But it it, it 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 just leads me to to the conclusion that yes, of course he has because he knows that space exploration also has something to do what lies beneath yeah. the surface of the Earth. Yeah, and of course he has a submarine. Yeah. So he can go down and 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 see what's down there because yeah. it's part of of exploring space. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just guessing here, but but uh, they have uh, when they when they reland the launch uh, uh, rockets there, uh, if well, they, they fall into the water, you know, some of the parts are so valuable that they want to be able to recover it. That's so a, yeah, uh, so course, maybe yeah. that's also a reason to have a submarine. Yes. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah, a very good. Point. Just thinking that just, just thinking <laughs> we we don't want to lose that. Yeah, I, so. I remember him like the one of the was that the spearhead of it of something that was like oh, that was just very valuable. So he was just very happy that that one at least returned. Yeah, because yeah. that would have then you know a yeah. lot of money. Yeah, a good point. Good point. But I would also say you know you you could actually use those. Those um, vehicles, those what is it called a vehicle? I don't know. But yeah, that submarine to go down and explore what's what's down there because it's it's it could be similar yeah. species to what what awaits us in 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 space. Yeah, just just the extreme conditions is when it's yeah. a challenge. You know, it's a challenge, and you you learn something, and you 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 get better. Yes, all the time. Yes. Yeah. And, and going all the way to Mars with you know a million people is quite a feat, you know. So you really want to 
to to get as good as you can in yeah. all directions. You know, also to as you say, be prepared for everything. You yeah. know, prepared for also the unexpected. You know, yeah, exactly. and that's that's. Uh, yeah. But that was really cool that he with these uh, that soccer yes, team that, that he was, said. Yeah. You know, um, he's a he's a practical guy. He's an engineering type of guy. You know, knows a lot of stuff and can come with very specific or concrete solutions to to physical problems, right? Yeah. And the, and see, oh, that's it. Well, I have that, that, and that, and with that maybe. Yeah, done, I, I don't think they ended up using it though. But but I th- it was very nice uh, yeah, yeah. of him to do so. Of course, he would be able to use the practical experience yeah. from that whole maneuver to to further do his. Yeah, yes, we we all should always yeah, yeah. learn from everything yeah, yeah. that happens. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Well, that was um, just a, a, a short episode here about what lies. Beneath the surface mm-hmm. of, of the oceans, uh, the conclusion, I think it must be that, you know, there's so much more to explore here on planet Earth yeah. than, than uh, we, we literally only scratched the surface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it works. It so yeah, works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In this context, it really uh, works to, to say it like that because it, we've... We, we know nothing about what's what's down there. I mean, you say that beneath 200 meters, we have the, the biggest bio, the, the biggest biomass on, on the yeah. planet, uh, the biggest habitat, the biggest everything. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. We will be back after the summer holidays, and uh, it's, it's going to be September. I yeah, think. in September in we're September going to. We'll be and we have. Uh, a good lineup of uh, topics we're going to talk about, and yeah. and we are also very open to suggestions. Yes, is there something that you would like us to talk about, or that you're curious about, or that you don't understand? Something that's maybe difficult to to uh, you know get get the hold of. What is this about? Then uh, then uh, I'll dig into it. Like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page page called Meta and the Mind Blowers. Um, if you if you type those in those words into the, uh, the search field, you you will find us, and you're very welcome to um, to leave us a note. Yes, share it, like it, comment. Tell your friends about it, you. your family. Your if you have a smart uncle somewhere, if you know someone working for NASA, we would be happy to be in contact. <laughs> so uh, yeah, stay in touch. And or get in, get in, get in touch. Get with in us touch, and um, <laughs> we'll we'll happily respond. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.